Well, good morning. Welcome to The Drive. It is September 1st on a Friday, and it is 6.37 a.m. Uh, hope you... Oh, uh, la, 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 sorry, I'm still waking up. Um, hopefully you guys have a good weekend. Hopefully you had a good week. Um, if not, just remember the Lord is your refuge and strength. He's always there for you. He's always with you. He's always there to help, and uh, it's just a... It's a huge thing like we can't act like oh everything's good all the time and if we do we're lying to ourselves because there are things that we face but the lord is there to give us the wisdom and strength that we need every day and so it's a huge blessing it's amazing walking with the lord and knowing him and man i love it but um guys we're continuing galatians verse by verse just going through it and uh we know what paul's been talking about um he's been talking about um Judaism he's been talking about false teachers he's been talking about being aware and being being uh beware he's basically saying beware of these things that are going on because they're leading you guys astray so in Galatians chapter 3 verse 7 to 9 he says therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham and the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, right, prophecy, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. So the Lord uh, connected and contacted Abraham supernaturally and um, spoke to him. And you think about Abraham, you know, he's known as uh, the father of faith right that's what he's known as and um he did have faith you know what's interesting just to do like a couple minutes character study is that abraham you know he was imperfect we know that right in my bible time uh, i am going through genesis one of the books i'm going through and you see him mess up a lot like he, he was not perfect i know sometimes we idealize people or we romanticize the lives of these real life biblical characters and act like they were so perfect and amazing now maybe they're influential but they had issues they they lied <laughs> they messed up they sinned i mean you think about abraham the father of faith and I was just reading in Genesis how he was scared for his life when he went into the land. So he lied about his wife being his sister. And it's like, what are you doing, dude? And then, uh, and then you see the, you know, as the generations go on, that same lie re was reoccurring. Because he, he didn't just influence people to walk in the faith. He actually influenced people to sin. And so... We got to be aware of what we're doing, of, of how we are, of what we're saying. Not paranoid, but just aware. Lord, am I in line with you? God, is my saying what you want me to say? Lord, am I doing what you want me to do? Uh, am I being led by you? Are you on the throne and me humbly at your feet going, whatever, whatever you want, God? Abraham knew the Lord. And faith was the avenue that we looked at last time. Faith was the avenue in which he knew the Lord, he walked by faith, but he still stumbled. <laughs> you know, he still messed up, but God didn't forsake him because God gave him a promise. 
from you will come many nations. Like he, he gave him the Abrahamic covenant. And that was a promise that God was going to keep. And it didn't take Abraham being perfect for that promise to come to pass. And you guys, the same is true in your life, in my life. God doesn't expect perfection. And here's where it's difficult for a lot of people, especially growing up in certain uh, denominations or churches. Some of them are just like all law-based. Like you have to do this and oh, you didn't do it right. Or you didn't, you know, uh, you didn't do exactly what we said. And so then you're insane. Like there's so much pressure. Even, and I think especially from Christians, there's so much pressure to measure up to a standard that's in people's minds. But we have to remember, (laughs) we're not living to please people. We're living to serve God and further His kingdom. God doesn't expect perfection. That's why a lot of people uh, don't want to come to church. Yeah, my life's not together. Oh, I'm way out there. I just I'm not I'm not living right and stuff and so I'm I'm not going to church. But what's crazy and what's the reality is is that it should be the exact opposite. Like I hear those statements, oh, I'm just not living right, I can't go to church. That's why you should go and gather together and hear the truth from God's word. Because you're not living right and God will open your eyes. Or you feel broken feel depressed I got to get my life together before I come to church no come and gather with God's people and guess what he's going to do lift your countenance remind you of his promises encourage you maybe convict you but then comfort you you know God has his way maybe it hurts at first but then it brings healing and that's the thing that's why at our church we have uh, those of us who grew up in the 90s will think um think of something else but we have a sign in in our lobby that says come as you are and it's it's true come as you are you don't have to reach a level of perfection before you come into the church building at least our church i know there's different and a lot of churches and and pastors and ministers um tbn and all uh give give christianity a bad name but we're just like come as you are and god will do the transforming that's also a Nirvana song. That's what I was saying. Like, I grew up in the 90s, and so Come As You Are reminds me of that. But anyway, but it's more like just come with all your stuff, all your baggage, all your difficulty, all your conflict, all your hardship, all the trials, all the storms you went through, all the past trauma. Come with all of that. Hear God's word, and then he's going to transform you. I've been to some churches where it's like so surface level. It's so just like, it's like networking or it's like who's who. And it's like, uh, you know, let's look good and act perfect when you go to church. And there's no real ministering going on because everyone acts like they're all good and they're not. But you never know it because they don't share. It's all casual conversation. It's not true koinonia, which koinonia in the Greek means fellowship, which fellowship is more than just hanging out and having a potluck fellowship is a deep connection with one another you're living your lives with each other you're letting one another in you're lifting each other up that's real fellowship it's like that 
You talk about the hard things, the deep things, the, the things that you struggle with. It's not just like, oh, here's my accomplishment. Oh, here's my success. Oh, here's what I did. Here, no, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about the Lord, but it's, it's about connecting with Him, with God. And it's about, it's about connecting with one another, like real connecting, like real talk. Again, not, not surface level conversation, but real talk from the heart. <laughs> that's why, that's how God created us. And it's a beautiful thing. And I just went on a tangent, so let me try to get back to where I was. But Abraham, man, he, well, we were talking about like he was not perfect, right? He messed up. He should have went to the land God told him to go to, but he stopped in the, uh, the birthplace of his father until his father died. God never told him to do that. Like you trace his life and it's like, oh, wow, that's the encouraging part for me. Not that he stepped out in faith and he was perfect and everything went great. No. What encourages me is like, oh, that person messed up, they were imperfect, and yet God used them in mighty ways. And then that's how we can testify that, hey, this was all God. I just showed up. This was not me. This was, I just showed up and the Lord did the work. That's why I love the, uh, I love Hebrews chapter 11, right, which people call it the hall of faith or whatever. But what's amazing about Hebrews 11 is that the people that are listed there, they, um, they weren't perfect, and if you read their lives uh, throughout the Old Testament, you'll see that they did mess up. But when you read Hebrews 11, guess what? It shows and portrays and reflects their faith and leaves out the sinning part, which is important because what that shows is that the Lord didn't bring that back up later when encouraging others in the faith through His Word. Like he didn't bring up all their faults, all their shortcomings. What he brought up through Hebrews was how they walk by faith and live by faith. And it wasn't just this theoretical thing. It was actual life. Like they were doing these things. Like they were walking by faith. Like they were taking steps of faith. And they were used greatly by God. And that's the encouraging part, I think, you guys. You know, God wants to use you. Are you imperfect? Yes. Do you struggle? Of course. You know, do you get discouraged? Do you say the wrong things? Do you do the wrong things? Yes, we're still in this body of flesh in this fallen world where the enemy tries to attack at every turn. But we're growing. The difference is we're growing and we know the Lord and we're walking with Him and He refines us and He teaches us. And the beautiful thing is that He uses us in spite of us. He uses our lives for His glory. And to that we can praise Him. To that we can say, Lord, thank you. I don't deserve it, Lord, but you bless anyway. How amazing is he, right? Well, God bless you guys. Hey, I hope you have an amazing Friday and an awesome weekend. And praying for you guys. Love you guys. And I will talk to you tomorrow at some point. Take care.